Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join with me are my co-host, Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? Joseph. Yellow. Jay here. Nice. Good job. Good mic. Nice. Work. Back again this week to talk about the release of the much-anticipated brand-new streaming service, Disney+. Plus. I cool. got it. Yeah, I think we all got it. I also want to be clear at the beginning of this episode. It does seem like we're getting paid to do this, but we're not. It's just the thing that everyone's talking about, and we all got, got in on it. Yeah, well, so. it's a cash grab. If everyone else is talking about it, we're oh, no, talking if about someone, it, too. Disney, if you're listening, if you'd like to pay us for this yeah. episode. <laughs> pay, we, pay promotion, bye. I will I will make every episode of <laughs> Disney+. Plus. And frankly, it seems hard not to have Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Like, you know, it's so cheap. And if you have Verizon, which almost everyone does, you get it's here. free, you yeah. know? I mean, I, I, I was... They had 10 million people sign up on the first day. Now, <laughs> my question is, where do you think after Mandalorian goes through all its episodes? Do you think that people are going to hold on to it? I mean, I'm going to hold on to it for the year because it's free. Because I want to see, like, when Mandalorian stops dropping episodes, what's the next original thing to hook me? Because, like, I love the back catalog, but I have a lot of those on Blu-ray and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's... Obviously, new stuff's going to... Continue to come, yeah. but What's, do we know the next like big thing coming? Yeah, from Marvel I don't. Wars? I don't know uh, either. I mean, Captain America: Winter Soldier is filming, and I think even WandaVision is filming right now. I think now. so too. Yeah. So we may get those by the end of next year. Yeah, but so they may have a little gap of like see what they come out with. I, and I thought that was kind of one of the bigger mistakes is they had a lot of original programming debut with, and then you have a lot of stuff in the next. 18, 12 to 18 months, but there's not really anything yeah, yeah, in yeah. between there. You probably should have spaced some stuff yeah. out. But. Like, if they would have taken, like, a once a month an animated vault out of the, like, plastic out of the vault and mm. dropped it, like, that would have been well, I mean, de- they debuting, s- you know what I mean? <laughs> they still have a lot of stuff that's yeah. not on there that yeah. they have. Great, great mouse detective was on there, guys. It was so <laughs> exciting. They have a, I mean, they have a contract with Netflix that still is not up. So mm-hmm. a lot of things that you don't find on Disney Plus is still on Netflix. Yep. And until that contract, well, for example, Last Jedi and Solo, I think they're missing six Marvel movies, and I think all six of them are on Netflix right now. So I mean, it, they're gonna get stuff, and the release schedule. Again, don't quote me on this, but I believe it's eight months past theater release. Right. That's the plan. Okay. So it'll be in theaters three months later, DVD, Blu-ray, five months after that, Disney Disney Plus. Because they want to try to get you to pay for it three times, essentially. Yep. And I probably will. And those are (laughs) some. Yeah. Um, So taking original things off the table, what was the first thing any of you watched? I have Aladdin. Aladdin? Yeah. Yeah. I've watched nothing uh, besides the the Mandalorian. Uh, no so shit. Far. Yeah. But I, like, I'm I'm trying. Like, all I want to happen is to put a sensor on my TV so anytime I walk in the living room and I haven't done anything yet, we're just to turn on a Pirates of the Caribbean movie right. and just like let that run. And yeah. I don't know how to figure that out yet, but when I do, that's 100 percent what I'm gonna use it for. <laughs> just rewatch the Pirates movies. Yeah. There's only one worth watching. Yeah, I know, but I, they're like they're the perfect background movie. They're entertaining. Yeah. Uh, like uh, there are a lot of movies that uh, there are a lot of things that I like to watch as a path a passive watch, but Pirates of the Caribbean to me is like the pinnacle. And you know what? Two and three might be better if you don't have to like really yeah, be right? engaged with yeah. them. Yeah. I, I do think two and three are better than people give it credit for, yeah. but David that four and five are real bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are unwatchable. Yeah, I haven't watched anything original yet either. Did you, um, I mean, what is the first thing you watched though? Not original, but just the first oh, thing. Oh, Lady and the Tramp. The new one? Yeah, the new one. 
I mean, I would kind of count that as a that Disney Plus original. original. Yeah, that's no, 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 I meant existing. I'm oh, sorry. yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah, you've I not watched any of that? No, no, yeah, I just watched Lady, the new Lady and Tramp and I watched Mandalorian. That's all I've got. No. The um, what about first you, thing Peter? I did was Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Oh, it's nice. way throwback. Yeah, I, uh, I have an attachment to that cartoon from Saturday morning cartoons when I was a kid. You know, it's not good, but it's... It is kind of fun. You know, there's still, there's some over-the-top voice acting in it that's fun. I mostly wanted to watch, there were episodes with these two original villains I did for it, Swarm and Video Man, and they're both just ridiculous. And I'd forgotten that there was two different Video Man episodes that have completely different fucking origins, and they don't remember that they've already met this character before. Basically, I'm saying it's great. (laughs) Highly recommend it. What was some stuff that was on there that you guys were like, I mean, that yes. wasn't on there that you're like, oh shit, where's that shit at? Ooh, I don't know. I was, I mean, a song what, of the South. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was cool. Avatar and Endgame were both on there, the two biggest movies. You, you say Song of the South are on there. They definitely have decided they're not going to put problematic stuff on there. Yes. Yeah. Simpsons season three, episode one is not on there. That's the Michael Jackson. That one? is the Michael Jackson. They have, yeah. there, there are several instances of, of self censorship yeah. for Disney Plus, which I'm not sure how I feel about. I get what they're trying to do is like not, especially now they've made a big deal out of it. You can't put it back on; it's going to be, you know. There are warnings, but saying, "Hey, this is for, this is an older movie. Yeah, it could have cultural inaccuracies sure. and thing." At the same, like I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't like that historical rewrite. It feels, uh, it feels a little dirty. The thing that sucks about that Simpsons episode is it's a really good episode, and they didn't know that one. Well, no, I take that back. Everybody fucking knew it. <laughs> But everybody was in denial about it at that point. Like, you know. Do you think that the, something like that could show up on Hulu now that they own? I mean, it would be weird to have one random Simpsons episode. That's on Hulu, true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of the shit that we're talking about, I mean, they're, they're, you know, things are missing, but more adult. Like, Disney has like a 65% ownership stake in Hulu. So yeah. they're just going to put rated R adult shit on there. That was my, because things yeah. like Aliens aren't on there and stuff yet. So that's yeah. probably where that's going to go, I imagine, is like Hulu. Yeah, no, they said no R stuff. No yeah. R stuff will go on Disney Plus. I, I think you're right. I think we'll see. I, I feel like Hulu is going to go through a, a pretty large change mm. here in the very near right. future to kind of be a companion with Disney Plus, mm-hmm. but like the adult companion. But I think the the primary focus was we need to get this thing out. But I, I, I would bet by the end of 2020, 2021, Hulu will be fundamentally different than it is right now, which is the adult. Right. As long as it's still all anime, then I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we, you know we, we didn't talk about this when we talked about HBO Max, but uh, Crunchyroll is partnering with HBO Max. That makes sense. So uh, that may be the new home for a lot of anime. <laughs> for, for sure. I mean, that's the thing. Like, there, there's just so much of it out there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm never going to buy a Crunchyroll subscription, but it's, if it's along with the HBO Max, because I'm getting it for the Ghibli movies anyway. <laughs> might. I might. Yeah. The big thing I think that was missing, zero X-Men movies. Not one X Men movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. X Men animated series. X Men animated series. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> that, I have an affinity towards. Like, yeah, I watch some of that too. I basically yeah. watched a lot of shitty cartoons. Yeah, I was about to say the internet is discovering that the X Men animated series is not as good as they remember right. it. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> but the theme song. The theme song is still great. The theme song is still great. Uh, yeah, I think they didn't want to, uh, you know, muddy the pool there with the X Men movies. But it is, you know, it was a little weird. As a whole, there wasn't much. 20th Century Fox stuff. No. Besides Avatar. I really felt maybe they're waiting to make Fox one of their like pillars up at the top. Yeah. 
I mean, I think they're National Geographic they own. Or, yeah. Or yeah. They're, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they own. Yeah. yeah. Think all that's on there. And, that and that a, stuff really, I mean, that's what's beginning to tie in. That's going to bring a lot of people in. That's the itself. interesting thing. I mean, the 20th Century Fox deal really just got completed a few months ago, which kind of makes sense maybe why some of that stuff wasn't on here at, la- at launch. But National Geographic was a part of that, and it has a big, fairly big presence yeah, on Disney+. Yeah. Plus. And cool stuff, different stuff. I mean, people love to watch their nature shit. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not me, but I, people who do watch that shit all the time. I, I watch, watch it with, like, my parents. I watch the Jeff Goldblum show on Oh, did you? Is that good? Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. He's yeah. delightful. He is delightful. Did you watch the Forky thing? Uh, God, yes. <laughs> about money, right? I didn't watch it. It's it was, only, it was only three episodes. minutes, and I didn't have the time to give a fuck. It's uh, <laughs> one's about money, and one's about friends. And my four-year-old n- knows the money one by heart. <laughs> he will do the entire dialogue back and forth. It's very annoying. <laughs> I like Forky. Tell me I liked Forky in Toy Story 4. I fucking hate Forky now. <laughs> Um, I mean, for me, the biggest thing on this was The Simpsons being on there. It's the first time The Simpsons have been on a proper streaming site, and I'm loving the shit out of that. But one of the things, I don't know if you guys have noticed, is about its functionality, but it doesn't remember what episode you're on. Yes, that's oh, really? That is some bobo that, shit. That is dude. some bobo yeah. shit. Yeah, I, don't, that's, I have been watching Clone Wars. Yeah. And, yeah, I have to go and choose. If you're, start, if you're in, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it'll keep going. It'll autoplay the next, but if you exit and come back out, you got to choose oh, which episode you're That would fuck me up. Such if you're doing like the watch order where it jumps seasons. Yeah, well, that would be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> is this the first streaming service that everyone has been aware of its launch? Because like Netflix was way. already a thing before yeah. everybody got yeah. involved. Apple and TV, I think Hulu was too. Apple TV tried to it, but nobody mm-hmm. gave a fuck. Yeah. Because nobody behind Did Apple TV launch? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, it's been out for like, like three weeks. Months, yeah. Like, huh. I think November 1 it launched. That's not a good sign. I am on a movies and TV podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have the morning show and something. There's four. Gave they they launched with four original things. One C, of them is the Jamae Jason Momoa. That's C. Show, yeah. The morning show. astronaut show. Yeah, I don't remember the name of that yeah, one. Yeah, me neither. It's about lady astronauts. And then some other show that no one watched and no one will watch. Yeah. Uh, one thing about Simpsons is I hear it's only streaming in widescreen format. It is so lame. And Which, I hear it's cutting off like half, like some of the yeah. visual gags. Is that a the, thing? The, particularly on the early episodes, the first like two or three seasons, it looks so bad stretched out and stuff like that. It's, yeah. They definitely need to, you know, like you can't just do that on old shit. Like the whole point of making everything... It went 16 by 9. Right. Time. Yeah, exactly. Like, making everybody get widescreen TVs is so we didn't have to cut shit off movies. Now it's ass-backward where we're cutting shit off yeah. of old TV shows for it. Just do the cinema bars. We can live with that. I do get the feeling. I, I you They're going to fix that. I haven't used Disney Plus that much, but even, just from even the initial, like, launch stumbles, I feel like a lot more money was put into the uh, marketing of, yeah. of the, the first day than the actual development of the app. Yep. So one of the things, kind of the story behind Disney Plus on what you're talking about is back in 2012, 2014-ish, when they decided they wanted to launch their own streaming service, there was a big internal debate if they should create their own or they should buy something. And they initially were going to buy Twitter. And turn Twitter into a streaming service. Crazy. And I mean, it, like almost Jack is like one of the primary shareholders for the Disney Corporation. So it was like a done deal. And uh, they backed out in the last minute and they bought another company that all it does is fucking like churn out streaming services. Mm-hmm. They bought that company and had it develop, basically had one already in development. And then they just tailored it to be Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
I think the I think the user interface and all is very user friendly, but I do think that they pro a lot of those initial problems we saw day one, day two probably wouldn't have happened if they had built something in-house from scratch. Sure. And, and not just came in somebody's office door and said, hey, what you're doing now, we're just going to put fucking mouse ears yeah, on Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Another thing is they don't have a recently watched, like on my phone, like a way like to see what you've been watching on Disney+. Plus. Right. To like go back to it quickly. Well, and also, in mine it, does. it is not learning, you know, recommended for you. It's not learning when I'm watching. It still has the same shit from That's the first a, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I wonder, I just wonder if some of that is stuff that, it's going to come along later. I think it will. Interesting that it wasn't there to begin yeah, with. It can't yeah, it's hard to make. Yeah, but no, for sure. Yeah. The it definitely feels like it's not tailored to you the individual. Like whereas Netflix is like I'm going to build a list of shit you want to watch. Mm. Disney's like we own these five or six brands. Mm. You can go to the brands and pick what you want. Yeah. Like it's more focused on what Disney has versus what you want. Sure, it, yep. it's definitely Disney's. Like we are Disney. This is what our junk looks like. Yeah, you know. I, I do want to transition into seeing how people feel this is going to like affect the general market. But as, as far as the Netflix tailoring your your taste, there was a beautiful period somewhere between like 2013 and 2016 where Netflix got really good at recommendations. And before they had so much original content, they felt like they had to push that more than anything else. Right. Where like Netflix really did know me better than I knew me. And if they just suggested something, he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out because you're usually right. There was a similar thing with Spotify, which for a few years there, Spotify could pick exactly something I would love. And then it just lost that ability mm. and I stopped using it. I don't, I don't need the recommended watch, I think, on Disney Plus since I'm familiar with that stuff so right. much. And I don't feel – whatever they're churning out that's original content, I'm probably going to watch it anyway. Right. Like I, and you're going to know about I'm it. I'm going to know about it. Yeah. Netflix, it makes so much shit. Right. Yeah, it could get lost. That it, yeah, it'll get lost. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know that that's necessarily a requirement for them, but I don't know. I, I would have appreciated it, I think, sure. still. I think it's a good transition into what? Well, I think I think before we get to that, we really need to discuss how we all feel about McClunky. <laughs> uh, you know, I would say that you know, for anyone who's not aware of what I'm talking about here, uh, you know, a few years ago, George Lucas decided that he didn't like that Sean that Han Solo shot Greedo before Greedo got a chance to shoot first. I don't know why Greedo was intending on killing him. It totally makes sense to shoot him first. If you watch the scene, it's laid out perfect to say that. But for whatever reason, he wanted Greedo to shoot first. And we went through, what, I think like three different edits at this point to try yeah. to make that happen. And for this, they've done a new edit. And it is by far the worst one. It looks so bad and so stupid and so clunky and makes it seem like Han Solo should be dead and he's a fucking idiot. So wait, they reshot a scene for New Hope? They no, they re-edited re it. Oh, I didn't know this. And okay. they added a line of dialogue. The, the, yeah, the Greedo scene. Oh. But the saving grace is Greedo does his shot and then right before Han does his shot, Greedo says... McClunky. And he dies. <laughs> and, and you know, my immediate, my immediate thought was, well, this shit still sucks, but fuck it, McClunky. <laughs> so the history behind McClunky is that is what Sebulba says to Anakin Skywalker in Phantom Menace. Really? Yes. <laughs> it is a, like, you get the impression anyway, it's maybe a slur or right. some sort. <laughs> um, but yeah. Like a grease monkey in space. Yeah, I, you don't know what it is. But it, it, it does have 
history in the Star Wars universe. So I think it was intended to be some sort of connective tissue, but... I, at first, there's this really awesome band from the Oddies called McCluskey, and their best album, McCluskey Do Dallas, starts with a song called The Lightsaber Cocksucker Blues. And I thought, oh shit, these guys know about McCluskey, and they're giving them a shout out back. But it's McCluskey, and that's not as much fun. But it was still pretty fun. That is a good note in that one of the draws, I feel like, of Disney Plus mm-hmm. is a shit ton of things in 4K and high definition. Yeah, yeah. Um, and one of those being redo versions of Star Wars. Yeah. And that fucking redo of A New Hope is incredible looking. They finally make the special edition shit look seamless with the other stuff. They got yeah. them all in the same sort of color palette, and it just it doesn't look like something that's been added in. The only part that looks awful is the Han yeah. scene. The, 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 like the, the blaster shot, yeah. it looks super forced and yeah. kind of weird. But I, when I was watching the scene with um, Obi-Wan and Luke in Obi-Wan's little hut in Tatooine, mm. I was like, God, this looks like it was filmed last year. Right. Mm. Like, it, it looks stupid good. And the scene where they're in the land speeder and the, these are not the droids you're yeah. looking for. Like, used to, you could look fine and easily tell that shit was added, that shit wasn't. But it all kind of looks the same now, and I, I really liked that a lot. Yeah, I'm excited. I need to do a watch now that, that with Last Jedi. Oh, yeah, no, I think I didn't... One of the things that I'm just, I just will never put a DVD in my DVD player. I have a bunch of them, right. and I prefer to yeah. have physical copies, but I'm never going to fucking do that. But if I can push the thing on my phone and watch Star Wars, I'll probably watch Star Wars. <laughs> too much trouble. Yeah, it's too much trouble. <laughs> too many steps. I'm the same exact way. I insist on ordering, uh, owning physical media, yeah. but it's such a bother to use. Yep. Especially now when there's so much shit out there that has mm-hmm. what I'm going to watch anyway. Or something and, close enough. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so are all the Star Wars movies on Everything Disney Plus? Everything but Solo and Last Jedi, which are currently on Netflix. And I, okay. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that'd be a deep dive to get caught up before. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm five rises. Oh, no, see, I'm, oh, uh, Have uh, you started this already? Me, me and Sarah are going to try to do all the movies before then. I like and, it. I'm five deep and I'm doing Clone Wars. And Yeah, I'm trying to do... Ugh. Because enough time for any of this. We'll get in. We'll get into. Uh, and, and I guess this will be a good segue into this. But because there's so much Mandalorian stuff in the Mandalorian, imagine that. I'm trying to find like the most Mandalorian specific yeah, yeah. episodes from a lot of- Clone Wars and yep. and and, uh, and Rebels. Well, I think you know. I got Fallen Order too. There's a lot of Star Wars you, stuff. Yeah. Right you now. talk about being able to go to the movies. This guy who has three kids can't go to the fucking movies, but I can still watch a movie at home. Right. And fuck, you know. I can, I can either watch Cars 2 again, or I can watch Empire Strikes Back. Right. I so, I'm going to take Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Fair choice. But yeah, I mean, on that note, the big... The marquee. The launch yeah, show the, that the, got the, most people The marquee show that's related to all the Star Wars shit that we already love is uh, The Mandalorian, the live-action pseudo-space-western-y thing. It's extremely space-western. Yeah. yeah. Silent Samurai, even. Yeah, I, I was I was going to save this later, but since we're saying it right now, I'll say it. It really reminded me of a lot. There's a 70s, uh, I think it may be 60s and 70s Japanese comic called Lone Wolf and Cub. Mm. And it is 100% it's, Lone Wolf and yeah, Cub. Yeah, I've seen like, that reference made several and, times. And as soon as that hit me, it hit me late in the second episode. Like, I got the geek chills from it. I was like, oh, <laughs> this, is, this is a thing I love, ripping off a thing I love. I love that. <laughs> the general plot of this is that we follow a solo Mandalorian bounty hunter as he's given a task by an unnamed client to find a bounty that's existed for 50 years. And I'm sure we'll go into spoilers, but I'm just curious to hear what people thought of it to begin with. Oh, first off, I mean, one, it looks amazing. 
It yeah. looks like genuinely. a lot of people are shitting on the quality, and I don't get that. I don't get all. that. I hope they die. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's AAA, big budget. It looks great. It I looks, think the first few scenes, like on the ice planet, were maybe shaky. But that bit with IG Eleven at the end of the yeah. first episode, that's movie fucking quality. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like that's just like some of this shit it looks like it was an action scene. I think the original. I think in a lot of ways, it maybe looks better than the movies to me. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it I more mean, it leans feels, into what I like. From it Star feels Wars. real. Yeah, I enjoy it way more than any of the Disney Star Wars movies. It's it's the best new Star Wars thing since the prequel. I'm really excited. I like it so far. I'm. Uh, I was really. I. I don't know what I was expecting. I kind of expected, I think, more of like vignettes of like this, you know, the, the lone mm. bounty hunter strolls into a town, the town has a problem, and then at the end, the lone bounty hunter leaves, mm. which is not entirely what, you know, what it isn't, but it's, it's so far, it's a lot more sequential than I yeah. expected. Like, mm. we're, we started on one story, and we're seeing that story through. It's kind um, of felt like a two-hour movie that's been blocked into episodes. Yeah. yeah. I, and you know it. It seems a lot like Rogue One in that it's going for a more darker adult mm-hmm. audience. But I think it does a better job than Rogue One, Rogue One of getting me to care about these characters. Like just, I'm really on board. Which is actually a, one of the big criticisms people have of this is that they don't like the whole like Silent hasn't taken his helmet off. I'm like that's the fucking point. And also yeah. I hope they die. Because <laughs> yeah. first of all, how fucking ballsy is that of a guy who's on the cusp of being A-list. Like, Pedro Pascal, that's, that's who it yeah. is, right? Mm-hmm. He's on the cusp of being a- A-list, and he takes a role where he doesn't show his face and barely fucking speaks. Yep. I'm fucking on board with that guy. I uh, I have really, really enjoyed it. I, I like it a lot. I've watched both episodes twice now, and I, I you know, you talk about it being the best things since prequels. I'm gonna say it's the best thing since the original trilogy, and... That's one, an Ian take right there. One thing that I really like about it is because I think it is what Disney wants to do, which is make artistic, ballsy choices with Star Wars, and it just hasn't really worked out as well in the films, but in the show it has. Like like you were talking about, mm-hmm. it's obviously a tribute to other things. Right. Yeah. Lone the Wolf Cub, I mean, you know, again. Spaghetti Western. Spaghetti, Spaghetti Western. Western. It reminded me like a Tarantino. If Tarantino did Star Wars, it would look something like that. Low, you know, little dialogue, grandiose score. Like, yes. This is a broken into chapters. Yeah. Artsy kind of show. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the movies kind of want to be artsy and it hasn't really landed that well. But mm. it, it's hidden in this show. This feels less commercial. 100%. I'm not going to say I like it better than all the Disney stuff because I like uh, I like Last – not Last Jedi. I like uh, – well, I do like Last Jedi, but I like uh, Force Awakens a lot. And I like Solo a lot. So, I mean, I don't like it better than those things, <laughs> but, I, but I, I like it as much. And it definitely – it gives me good Star Wars. Yeah, feels. absolutely. I yeah, w- I would say I want to say I like everything Disney. Stuff. Yeah, I am pro Disney Star Wars mm-hmm. stuff. I just think this is the best. Though. Yeah, I, I, it I probably it's more is the best. targeted at us. It's more targeted at more. Mid- I mean, you I should know, that's true. There's a lot of jokes. Yeah, there's it's a lot of jokes, and, and even even the more tense, violent parts, like it's still like fantastical and fun. Yeah, I mean, I, he's, I he is vaporizing Jawas. Yeah, so. but in a way that's not bloody. <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you. I tell you what I couldn't handle. The only thing in it that genuinely upset is even though these, these guys are assholes, when you were seeing that the little salacious crumb guys get eat, I couldn't handle that, Dude, man. I love that bit. I didn't. I didn't love it at all. <laughs> the one sal- I don't know what his species is. I don't is. either. The other salacious crumb mm. who's watching the other yeah, dude get cooked. That bummed me. That, that, was, that was like the most original Star Wars-y shit, like the, the you know, original trilogy Star Wars-y shit that I've seen in any of the shit yeah. that they've done since then. They had a lot of balls to bring back a lot of shit from the original. I fucking series. loved it. Um, I, I will say, I felt like this this whole series, I know, I know the first episode was directed, but 
It had Dave Filoni's fingerprints yeah, all over it. It felt like, like a live action clone. It work. absolutely felt yeah. like a, like yeah. a, a live action. You know, like, again, the tones moved up the age group a little bit, but like that that same structure, that style is very much Dave Filoni. One of the only complaints I saw is I saw uh, some people complain. No, there's some fan service things in there, like the carbonite in the oh, yeah. thing. And my whole thing is fuck. Because yeah. here, here's my whole thing. Here's people like to complain. Fuck the here, here's my thing with fan service like that. Okay, you're saying that that doesn't move the plot along and it doesn't have a point instead of being something that just something you recognize from Empire. But if you didn't recognize it from Empire, you wouldn't say that. You would just say, oh shit, that's how he stores his bounty. He freezes them. So actually, you're the one that's letting it be a fan thing yeah. get in your way. Yeah. I, uh, I'm going better than Transformers. We're only two episodes deep, but I'm fucking in. I'm it, would, it would have yeah. to take a, a bad turn yeah, for I'm, I don't really So is it is it a 30-minute show? Yeah, I think it's more like 30 to 40. 30 the, to 40. They yeah. Okay, because the, the first episode is like 40-some-odd yeah. minutes, and the, the second one is like not even 30. I really like it's going to be like the Well, movie. yeah, but there's like, there's like six minutes of credits. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. So... Uh, we we've, we've sort of strayed away from the big spoiler. Yeah, I would say spoiler. I would say spoiler. This is very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's everywhere now. Nick Nolte's great. Before we start going to the spoiler, yeah. Nick, Nolte Nick Nolte is fucking great. I've the Nolte knot is fucking awesome. Yes. Yeah, I love that little line he does whenever he talks. I've spoken. Yeah. One, yeah, that's great. <laughs> One thing I do want to say: Horatio Sands in the first episode is really funny. My favorite bit is that he mentions Light Day, which is a fucking callback right. to the Christmas yeah. special, like. The holiday special. The only thing that genuinely pissed me off, and it sort of goes against what I just said, but fucking uh, Brian Posehn showing up. I, yeah. you know, oh, really? I kind of want to fight that guy. Why? Or at the very least punch him and run away because I really shouldn't be fighting anybody. But uh, I just don't like him. <laughs> it's so surprising. It's irrational, I know. Yeah. Him. And if it, was, if it was one of his guys from his, like, you know, like, peer group. Yeah. I probably still would have been taken out of the scene, but it wouldn't have pissed me See, off. Like if it was Pat it's Oswald, hard to separate him. But I, but that guy, I just don't like. I him saw that Brian was saying things like, "Oh, he's a, he's been a fat nerd his whole life, and now he gets to be in a Star Wars movie. This is a fucking dream come true." That's how he treats. I'm him, so dude. happy for him. He like tweeted out, like, "He's like a nerd in my nerd closet, about to watch my nerd show that this nerd is in." And you're like, "Okay, we get it, dude. You're real fucking happy to be in a Star Wars." Maybe thing. that's why I don't like him. Yeah. Like, don't lean into it that much. Just yeah. be a you know fucking. And, dude. I thought. Taco Waititi was great. Yeah, Taco Waititi was so yeah. fucking good. I, I wish he would have kept him around another episode or two. Well, now like, we're getting yeah. into spoilers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So let's say spoilers, spoilers from here right now. So, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Yoda. I, it's really confusing some people because there's a lot of people that think it's it actually Baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, Sarah, you know what? It could be. It actually, <laughs> timeline-wise, could be. How, how do you figure? This is after the Jedi. It's 50 years. The thing is 50 years old. So if you put it in necessarily chronologically, we know Yoda did go to the fucking cloning place, whatever it's called, and uh, he oh, oh, you saying it could be a clone of Yoda? Clone. Well, and the, the I'm not saying that it is. The I'm specific it, reason that it could be is because how you know maybe we're, the Emperor we're, exactly. We're doing the whole fucking thing in uh, in the Rise of Skywalker, yeah, yeah. so it, it could be a tie-in. But and it also could be another piece into the movies. Is what they're so trying to do I, I will say this: we've only. We have the thing George Lucas has never answered is what the fuck Yoda is. Yep, right. And there's only ever been one of other of his species, which was Yaddle mm. in Phantom Menace, who was a member of the Jedi Council right. in that one fucking movie. Right. It never shows up again. Right. So it's very, very intriguing that we're getting this little thing. So cute. It's fucking adorable. It's, it's <laughs> stupid adorable. <laughs> 
Sarah, Sarah works with a dude who's like, no, it, this takes place years before, years and years and years before. It's like uh, old Republic stuff. It's not the same thing. And Sarah's like, no, it's not me. And it's after Jedi. How the fuck are there stormtroopers in it? Right, exactly. Republic? How the fuck are they talking about the what? the Empire have yeah. fallen? I, I love the mercenary stormtroopers, <laughs> and, by the way. And I then, love the yeah. idea that it's like sad security guards. Right. So like, they don't have anything else to fucking do. So they keep... Their the armor's dirty. dirty yeah, now. I love that shit. Speaking of which, that scene was great. How yeah. fucking good is Werner Hartzog? Oh my gosh, he so belongs there. Yeah. Did, did you hear the, hear the thing about there was there was I think there was like a Muppet in the scene or something like that, and then they wanted to take it out because they weren't sure that it was going to be in it or not, and he was like, "You're cowards, leave the Muppet." In. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking awesome. God, I love that guy. Yeah. The way he crazy. says Parsec is yeah. Like, yeah. Whereas, whereas Brian Poe saying annoyed me that I just fucking loved. Oh my god! And he just seems like a dude who like I don't know if he was an imperial officer, <laughs> but he seems like I'd be fucking obsessed with the empire. I mean, the the imperial officers definitely in the original trilogy were all white guys with accents, and I thought that made them seem more evil. And he seems like he could have been one of those. He could be Downhill Gleason's father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it a little on the nose that a German guy plays a imperial officer and has a bunch of stormtroopers around him? Because maybe you know we know where stormtroopers came from. I, personally, I like my Star Wars to be on the nose, <laughs> so I don't care. Um, but yeah, the the baby Yoda's fucking cute as hell. That's where the lone wolf and cub comparison yep, comes yeah, from. For sure. He can't, he now has the baby Yoda with him on his adventures, uh, and and that's how he gets the, the. So he you know he goes to see this old imperial officer who's like, hey, I got this secret bounty, and they don't tell him like they just say he's fifty years old, so he doesn't know he's going after a baby Yoda, and he comes to this planet, and that's where he meets Nick Dolte's character, and trains for this mount that I don't really think he needed. I also felt that way. <laughs> I didn't feel like a gas in the rocks for that far. I think I think that was just give it more the western feel. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I thought it was give it more creatures so you could sell more toys feel. There's also that. Yeah. yeah. That's um, at the heart of Star Wars. It is yeah. the heart of Star Wars. And he goes up to this like crazy encampment with a bunch of Looks like space pirates kind of thing. That, I, I was really sure. I can't remember which fuck. I haven't seen the Clone Wars in a long time. That yep. looked exactly like an encampment from the Clone Wars of whatever that bounty hunter is. Yep. A bounty hunter? Not bounty it looks hunter. looks like the one that... Uh, 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 Hondo. Yes, Hondo. Hondo. Yeah. Does that, what does that not look like? Hondo's compound? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It kind of... Yeah, they definitely could have... When they went up to it, I, I thought Hondo for a yeah. second. Yeah. I was like, I wonder if they're going to tie this in. But they didn't. They didn't. And he runs into Takawakiti's planet assassin droid. Yeah. Which exactly. was the coolest and fucking yeah, that was the most fun part of the whole thing. But that was my favorite action scene, like I said, in any of the new Disney. Even with yeah. the lightsaber stuff, you know, maybe yeah. the, the Emperor Snoke throne room, but like that just whole action blaster shootout was just so well done. It was super fun. Movie quality. That sniper <laughs> rifle he has is badass. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you know, that shit with the self-destruct was genuinely fun. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Like, it was, it was funny. perfect Star Wars. Yeah. Like comedy, but action, it just had everything. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really good. Really well made. Um, I'm, I'm just excited to see where it's going to go. Do yeah. you guys think uh, the Baby Yoda thing is going to be the MacGuffin for the rest of the last six think, episodes? I don't know. I was so wrong about what I thought the series was. that I'm. Is it eight or ten? What is it's it? Eight. Yeah, because I, I feel more. like the next episode has to be either, either he gets sidetracked on the way back or he has to decide whether he's going to give the baby back to, you know. Yeah, we know he gets, I mean, I guess... Through Space Warner Hartsock. Yeah. <laughs> the client, I believe, yeah. is his name. But we know he gets more Beskar steel because we've seen Promar. He has yeah. the all-steel armor. 
But I just can't imagine him giving up Baby Yoda. Like, yeah, I, I mean, part of my part of my uh, feeling that this is going to maybe follow Lone Wolf and Cub is Lone Wolf and Cub has the is sort of the story of a disgraced assassin whose clan betrayed him, and he's out for revenge. And that seems very much like this where yeah. we're going. And maybe he has to keep Baby Yoda because of that. Maybe he thinks it's going to help with whatever he's trying to yeah. fix with Mandalore. Maybe he'll take it. Maybe take Baby Yoda to Mandalore. And, you, you know, take that was Mandalore. Do you think we go to Mandalore in this show? There's no way. Well, yeah. Either we we go in this show, or that's like the end of this season. Is like we're that's like I think we'll it, in the next season. I think it'll happen in a later season. I don't think we'll get that. Yeah, that's kind of. I kind of feel that way also. What, what big cameo could they tie if they wanted to? Like who's around? Well, you. I think if you kept doing flashbacks to his childhood, you could do Darth Maul. Yeah. Hmm. Um. We talked about Luke's, Sabine Wren. Luke's around right now, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't think we'd see Luke. I don't think you'd see Jedi a reference because they're training at this point. I still don't think Boba Fett's out of the picture. Yeah, like you know, I mean that that's a pretty that escapable was, death he had, and that would be a perfect tie. It's, like, it's about and you guys have seen the Easter egg where he's in yeah, there, right? Yeah. 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 I don't know if that's supposed to be him, but God, it, it looks, looks a lot like him. Mm-hmm. I think Boba Fett is a is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I. I I think. What about like I mean, anybody from or, Rebels? Or any of the clones? Like, what about Ahsoka? She's Ahsoka could still be Ahsoka's, out there. The clank, the, yeah, Ahsoka, everybody from Rebels Ahsoka is still would be out there. old though. It would be no, she's not. Uh, uh, yeah, it would be amazing if they had actually done that and cast that under wraps. Because I feel like if they were to do that, that would have been like a big announcement. You know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Ahsoka uh, basically escapes time. That's like a thing in Rebels. She like disappears yeah. in like a pocket universe for a while. And comes back, and um, so she's not really old. I think right. the time travel was in Star Wars. I, yeah, I feel like oh, she'd yeah. be like about in her twenties, right? Yeah, yeah. So she's she's yeah probably twenties, maybe early thirties when yeah, Rebels yeah. rolls around. Yeah, and then she disappears for a while. She's in like a pocket universe. Comes back. When she comes back, we don't know what the fuck she is because she looks like she would be the best fucking Jedi in the world, right? Uh, based on her garb, but you never actually see her fight. So. Definitely, and she goes with Sabine Wren, Sabine Wren to find whatever the stupid kid's name is from Rebels. I can't remember. The, the main character. Ezra. Ezra. Ezra, yeah. uh, Ezra the, the least interesting character yeah. on the show. They go off and find They set it up to be another show, so I'm sure that's going to come back at something. And that was all Dave Filoni's thing, so maybe that does tie yeah. in Mandalorian. I think at some point we'll get live-action Ahsoka. I think it'll just be after they wrap up this Clone Wars series, season that yep. they're going to Maybe bring Forrest Whitaker with his eyes. He's dead. Sauger. This is past that? Well, he died in Rebels. Or Rogue, Rogue One. One. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. God, fuck Sauger. <laughs> I know. Of all the characters, it'd be the first cartoon <laughs> character you yeah, yeah, yeah. in live action. I, I felt like that was just to say, hey, we can do this. You went yeah. so ham with it. Yeah. And it's not even anything like the Sauger. Oh, God, I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, that's not how you're going to do it. Either way, Mandalorian looks great. It looks it's so funny, yeah. hard action. Yeah. It's a good ass show. Yeah. So there's no other Star Wars series announced, right? Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh yeah, Obi Wan. And the uh, one with Diego Luna, Cassian Andor. Yep. Is that one official? Or is yes. that still rumored? That one's that's, official. That's official. Like and then it got. It's a. They were both him and Alan Tudyk were both at celebration this year. Yeah. To talk about the show. Yeah. Okay. But like two weeks prior to that, um, the show almost got shit canned because they like the scripts were bad. They mm. fired everybody. I don't know if you guys remember all the drama behind Rogue One. Um, I don't remember who it was. Came in and finished the movie. Tony Gilroy? Tony Gilroy. Yeah. And the entire whole last, reshot the whole last yeah. belt. Now Tony Gilroy is the showrunner. Oh, 
Okay. For Cassian Andor. I can't help but feel like the Cassian Andor should be showing a similar world that this show this but show, 30 years but 30 years earlier well, but maybe they'll go a different direction who knows also Obi-Wan seems like it is so I kind of hope I've always wanted Obi-Wan series to be kind of a western but I hope they do a different direction now I hope it's more spacefaring could that have been Tatooine it could have been I don't think it is don't there's think a lot of desert planets I know, it's it could, the only thing that makes me think it is that it was the Jawas yeah yeah I don't think Jawas are exclusive but I thought I saw that rolling fortress in another Star Wars. It's in a new yeah. hope. Yeah. It's, it's not that That's what I mean. But, yeah. That, I mean, that may be what all Jawas Well, that's, that's what I, I was thinking about. That. I was like, well, they're Jawas, so they're like scavengers. So do they just scavenge the same ships? Or they build these absurdly huge ships for their <laughs> tiny-ass bodies. <laughs> Huge storage compartments. I mean, I, like, I love it, but, like, just, I, I just want to know why. I love that they were sitting in the deck of it, and he's, like, scrunched yeah, yeah. over. Yeah, I mean, bring it, God, it's just fun. It's good. It's, it's very Star Wars. It's good stuff. When do you think he takes off his mask? The last episode. Yeah, that's what I think. I was so. thinking, like, episode five, but we'll see. I, I hope it's not until the last episode, because I love that he doesn't take off. Do you it think off. they give him a real name? Yes, he has yeah. a real name. He's, oh, yeah. I think he'll have a real name and he'll have a backstory and it'll be somewhat connected to something you, we already know. Yeah, do you think that's like the Siege of Mandalore in that the flashback scene? I think so. Yes. You think that was him as a kid? Yeah. 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 yeah I, I figured time on it has to be like yeah, Darth Maul's takeover yeah. or something like that. Or I would be kind of interested. Maybe it's maybe we tie into some Death Watch. I mean, that's a big thing that we've seen present. Well, isn't there some rumors that they might actually try to continue Solo as a Disney Plus series? I mean, they should. Yeah, but I don't know. Right now, shit. Donald Glover's probably too busy for it. That's yeah, true. you get Donald. I guess he has a good relationship with Disney. He just but, yeah. Lion King. Lando doesn't have to be in this. Okay. Yeah, but I would like to see where that story goes. Right. Yeah, I'm telling you that the heist with Jabba could have been a good. That would have been a better solo movie. Uh, all these shows that we have announced are all tying into existing properties. Besides the Mandalorian, which right. was. A, <clears throat> do you think is there another like realm that you would like to see an original story go in this format? This nice, like nice the we talked about the Old Republic yeah. for sure. I think that would be. <laughs> there's, be there's a lot to explore there. I want that as a movie though. Darth Vader. I mean. I want what whatever thirteen thirteen was going to be like lower level Coruscant like yeah more like mob street crime sure. type thing than the western. I would like to see some sort of like maybe Magnificent Seven type uh, thing, but that had no humanoids, all mm. droids and aliens. That'd be fun. Yeah. Would be. I would also think you could do. I mean, do we ever? We don't really know what happens to like Asajj Ventress after Clone right. Wars. Right, we don't. Yeah, she could. Does she, she not die? No. No. Uh, when Ahsoka leaves the Jedi Order, she finds her like in the underbelly of Coruscant. Oh, yeah. I think that'd be an interesting character yeah. to follow along, especially like her transition from Sith trainee to bounty hunter. Or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a deep cut. That is so, a deep cut. How, how does the number? How does the second episode end? I'm, I'm trying to remember. Watch it. Just the day it came. He out. takes off. They fly off into space. Yeah. He, okay. So Nick Nolte parts and rebuilt. And Nick Nolte had thanks him for saving every saving the valley, which was such a like a Western samurai thing to do. Yeah, you know? yeah. God, Nick Nolte's good. Nick Nolte's really good. Like, bring that character back. I know. So you guys didn't watch any of the other original stuff? Nope. On there, I watched uh, the World According to Jeff Goldblum, which is really funny. The first episode is about sneakers and the obsession we have with sneakers. Oh shit! I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, it's interesting. He goes to a sneaker con and he gets his own like set of shoes privately made. I just like Jeff Goldblum because he just he's wondrous about everything. Every, and, everything is like surprising. Oh, that's lovely! And it shines through. I love that. It's great. The second episode is about ice cream. 
Uh, it's really entertaining. There's another show called Encore, which uh, I would describe as a high school reunion meets Queer Eye. It's um, basically people who put on a theater production in high school meet up 10, 15, 20 years later, do the exact same theater production, but with Broadway talent. Forky asked a question. It's stupid yeah, as shit. I watched Lady and the Tramp, and I would say I liked it more than The Lion King they put in theaters. Wow. It's a better movie. Um, the real dogs are cute. Um, it's... I think, like, you know, I think Bow said this last night, and I'll give credit where credit's due. Um, people remember every detail of The Lion King. Lady and Tramp, you can take liberties and change little things. I don't think you piss people off. So I think, like... Yeah, I don't remember Jack I don't remember, Shoot, like, so, like, what I saw was good. Um, it takes place in Savannah, and I was watching it with uh, Susie, and she, like, right away, hey, that's, I've been there, there, there. So I think it's, like, shot well. And I think just real dogs compared to them making straight CGI animals in The Lion King... It's just too weird. I don't think it's there yet. Like, I, I like the real dogs with just, like, making the animated faces. So, um, yeah, Justin Thoreau's funny. Tessa Thompson. It's, like, a good hour and 20 minutes. Like, it's it's not even. It's, like, 100 minutes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, an hour and a half, and it's it's light, but it's I enjoyed it quite a lot. Especially if you like dogs. I'd highly recommend it. Right on. There's I want to watch Noel. I know. I like to watch that. I like a Christmas movie. You, and you, got, you got, like, a couple of weeks for that. <laughs> I kept teasing my wife about High School Musical, the musical of the series. Thank God we did not watch it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I've enjoyed Disney Plus so far. Better than Transformers as a service. Agreed. Lady Tramp's better. Mandalorian is way better. I can't decide. You know, I, I I think it's better than Transformers because I get it for free. If I had to pay for it, I'm not sure how if I would make it. You don't it. think it's worth $7? I, I, I think it's worth $7 until The Mandalorian ends. And then after that, I don't know. And I think a lot of people are going to think that same way. That's why they need to have another one in the pipeline, like ready to go, I think. I just think they have so much content. Yeah. Well, always. Now, I'm not talking about right now, but always coming out. So if you have 12 movies a year between Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Disney Animation Studios, and I'm going to pay $3 or whatever to rent those on Amazon Prime or whatever, why not just pay the $3, three extra dollars and have access to all that other shit all the time anyway? You know I do mean? think that's why they release it weekly. If you would have dumped Mandalorian the entire season, day one, yeah. people would have done the seven-day free trial. And they'd be dumped. And they would let it go. Also, also, I, I miss water cooler chats about movies. Yeah, no, it's no. more fun to talk about it and anticipate it. Right. Right. It's excited about it. More. This, like, since Game of Thrones, we haven't had a weekly no, we check-in on a show. Well, really and, cool. and also, man, you know, when they dump a whole season of something, it's just, you, oh shit, I gotta watch all yep. of this before somebody spoils it. It's yeah. not very much fun. No. Yeah, yeah you, like, you have to ingest it too fast sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I do think also there are a lot of things on there that, and this is kind of the draw with HBO Max as well, that there's going to be shit that just hasn't been on streaming services. Right. Like, I started watching Gargoyles, and the only reason why I stopped is because fucking... There's a Star Wars movie coming out right. in, in a month. So I, I want to be all Star Wars right now. But I've waited 20 years to rewatch Gargoyles. Right, no, or totally. rewatch Darkwing Duck or some right. of that shit. Like, I couldn't do. So I think if you're, if you're looking for crap that hasn't been on streaming services, it is the, so far the best one to do that. It has shit that's never been available. I'm excited. I'm going to dive into Star Wars, I think. I think I'm going to do four or five, and then after the reveal of the father... Go one, two, three. I don't know where Rogue, Rogue One always throws my watch away. I, yeah. I don't know where you put Rogue One. Just don't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Think, you're trying to watch them all, though. A completion is kind of OCD. I think the last time I did it, I did it in that order. Yeah. And that is the best order when there was only six. Yeah. But I think this time I'm just going to watch them one to I started. One. I started at one and went on. Yeah. yeah. 
Seems like one, two, and three. Uh, we need to do a prequel. We will. It's coming. I'm going to watch them this week. It's That's my coming. Commitment. You know, before we move on, that is my one complaint with the with the Mandalorian. Same as with the new ones. I do agree with uh, with uh, George Lucas on this that we need to see more different kinds of worlds. Mm-hmm. There was a lot more different territories in the in the prequels, even though they're maybe not as good of movies. Yeah. I liked seeing that stuff and I want, it's time for Disney. Yeah. Okay. Show us what you've got. You're supposed to the imagination people. Yeah. Show me some new shit. I, will say, planet. I think that's true for the movies. I like that. The Mandalorian has been on a pretty small Mandalorian is true, but I, I'm saying at some yeah. point I want to see it go different. You know where I want to see in star Wars, the suburbs. Yeah. We've, we've seen very urban, high concentrated, and we've seen very rural areas. We've never just seen where people kind of live. Last Jedi had the worst planets. Scarab, it's just, it's just red dirt. You're talking about Crate? Oh, yeah. Crate, <laughs> Crate. Scarab, where did Scarab like, come from? That's I can't one. reserve. That's Rogue One. Okay. <laughs> I thought Crate was a badass. Boy. And then Cantino Blight, it's, it's just a Cantino <laughs> Usually when you say something like that, I can reverse engineer where it came from, but I couldn't do Scarab. <laughs> he said red dirt. That's the only way I got yeah. it. <laughs> so anyway, that's Disney Plus. Yeah. <laughs> Better than Transformers for now. What have we been watching, guys? Because well, I can't participate in, in the debates that are about to occur. I'll go first. Um, again, I've been watching a ton of Star Wars shit. I did Star Gargoyles, better than Transformers when I remember. Yeah. Um, I read Resistance Reborn this week, which is the new tie-in novel to, again, Rise of Skywalker, because right. I'm all about Star Wars right now. Fun shit. Um, it takes place immediately after Last Jedi, and, uh, my favorite part is it... Wedge Antilles is a main character in it. Cool! And I fucking hope that Wedge is a main character in Rise of Skywalker. He won't be, but I hope he is. <laughs> um, if you've ever read the Extended Universe or Legends or whatever the fuck it is now, Wedge is a badass. And yeah. He gets no credit in the movies because, you know, someone just took a side character. I mean, and he, he seems cooler than Luke in the movies. Yeah. And for a well, while the there, movie, yeah. when Dark yeah. Wars had the Star Wars license, he was kind of keeping it in flow. Like, X-Wing was their ongoing series yep. that they kept going. So. Um, I'm sure I watched other shit. I don't remember it. Are there any details the book gives you that like would be helpful going into The Last Jedi? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's mandatory reading. There are, uh, you know... So I want to know how they get from like six people to like an audience. Okay, well then you should read it because yeah. that's important. <laughs> One thing that I do like about it is um, being a fan of the whole universe as uh, yeah, like Ryloth, which is um, the home of Twi'leks, uh, plays a very big part in this book. You know, Twi'leks are introduced in the original canon, but really Ryloth as a planet is introduced in the Clone Wars. And uh, Captain Syndulla, who is, or Hera Syndulla from Rebels, like her lineage is mentioned. And like, there's just a lot of shit that connects the universe right. as a whole from all these different periods. And I really enjoy, again, Wedge Antilles. Um, they make uh, Snap Wexley, who is the fat fighter pilot mm. in the new movies. Mm. That's Wedge's stepson. Um, so there's like, you know, familial ties. Like they tie the whole universe together really well. And I've read a lot of the new stuff. Um, the last one I read was Leia written by Claudia Gray. I did not enjoy that book very much. So this was a, a nice kind of return to a, a, a solid Star Wars novel. Cool. That's the only thing I have God, to talk so about. Story. I should watch Clone Wars. I think yeah. I'm going to have to bail on the movie. We need, we need to take a break from Star Wars for a second <laughs> and instead go for so another movie that you've already seen. Uh, Ian and I watched Ford vs. Ferrari this week. We thought everybody was going to watch it, but it turns out it was just us. Yep. 
And uh, well, Ian sent out a schedule, and that was not on it. So yeah, you can blame us all you want. That's a fair point. <laughs> uh, so you know, it's it's a movie about Ford in what is that the sixties? Yep, trying to uh, to Early build 60s. yeah to build a car to beat Ferrari at the twenty four hours of Le Mans, which is a twenty four hour race in France, I yep. guess. It is. Uh, Matt yeah. Damon stars as Carol Shelby, correct, automobile designer and. Previous winner of the 24-Hour Le Mans. Correct. And uh, Christian Bale also co-stars as Ken Miles, who is the irascible race car driver who's just got a passion that he can't quell. Can't be fit into a box. He can't be fit into a box. (laughs) Uh, If you've seen the trailer for this movie, it is exactly what the trailer is. Yep. But it's a good time. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's genuinely a really good movie. Um, Very strong performances, I thought, by Matt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I I think they're, they're both really, really strong. I have mixed feelings about how I feel about this movie because structurally it is just a a plug-and-play Oscar bait movie, you know? Like, there's not a lot of fundamental differences between this movie and Joker besides that at the end of Joker you feel bad and at the end of this one you feel good. (laughs) I don't know know about that, but... But but the performances are just really good. Matt Damon and and Christian Bale have, like, a really good chemistry. They're really fun together. Christian Bale's, like, the heart of the movie. He's kind of like a curmudgeon-y race car driver with a family. Yeah. You know, down on his luck. And Matt Damon actually kind of goes against the grain. Like, he's got a showier role. He, like, he gives a lot of these like rousing speeches. He's like a Texan with a twang and he's got like, you know, a lot of charisma. Uh-huh. And um, some of his like speeches he gives to what they call the deuce, which is Henry Ford II. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the, the son of the, I think the grandson actually, who started the company. Yeah. Um, is just great. Like there's a speech he gives on why you shouldn't be fired because the first year they go to 24 hours, they bomb out. And um, it's just, it's like a good three minutes of just like, you know, Speech. I love the performance Very of the happened. guy who's Henry Ford II because it's a dude who's never lived a day in real life. <laughs> He's just been too rich for his whole fucking life and does not know how anything works. Um, also, uh, Josh Lucas, who is his little toady, like, worm-taily character, yeah. <laughs> corporate suit, is fucking great. You hate him so yeah. I mean, Where has Josh Lucas been besides doing Home Depot commercials? I don't know, but he, no. should, he should do this role forever because <laughs> I hate him so much. Yes. The best review I read of this, which, you know, I haven't seen it, but was, it's like Fast and the Furious for people who own NPR tote bags. <laughs> no, that's not accurate. That's yeah. not? No, because that's not the type of people this movie is targeting. Really? It's higher targeting six-year-old white men, but not those white men. Oh, right on, okay. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely. It's, it's a story about white guys in the 60s beating Europeans, you know, right. using their good... Part of American ingenuity. Andy Griffin and, ingenuity. Yeah, 100%. Yes. John Barenthal is another suit, but, He's a, in it. but a positive suit. Why is he there? Why is he in this <laughs> the movie? The Punisher is trying to reinvent himself. I like him. Yeah, I'm glad he's fine. there, but like, why? Uh, he's, he's in a lot of really good movies in, in really small parts. Yeah, yeah, I think he's trying to find a breakout hit yeah. to, like, to launch him. Yeah. But yeah, he's the, forgettable. The absolute worst character is Christian Bale's wife, who is the only, I think the only named female character in the movie. Um, I'm glad you're about to shit on her. I am. Because <laughs> thanks for the tea up. Uh, because James Mangle clearly like thought about it and was like, we don't want to go the the Skyler direction from Breaking Bad, you know? It's her husband's Ken Miles, he's the race car driver, yeah. you know, he's doing dangerous shit, he's got a son at uh-huh. home, he's not paying the bills. Like, 
100%, she could be the shrill wife who's like, you need to get a real fucking job and be at home and help me raise this child. No, but they're like, we're going to have her nag, but race nag. No, they're not. <laughs> they're, 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 instead of like, well, we don't want her to be the shrill guy, she'll just make her the cool wife. <laughs> so, like, she has absolutely no character. They're like, yeah, I'll, whatever you want, honey. Right. I'm super, like, well, there's no, like, character. There's no, like, anything. There, there is just, a scene where literally she gets... Christian Bale in the passenger seat of a car and is like going 70 miles an hour on the road and like weaving through traffic because he needs she, he won't tell her what he wants and like I just need you to tell me and that's a little it's a it's patronizing it's a really 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 bad character and I'm not I'm not I'm saying if you're gonna go like here's a here's a story about white dudes for white dudes just make it all white dudes you know right. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine the racing's great though yeah no that's, that's, that's the other thing yeah the, yeah. the, the, the way they shoot the races are it's like amazing the sound these, effects are great yeah the sounds really great yeah. the, they keep these really low shots to the ground. Um, and like it really makes it feel like everything is fucking in- like everything matters by inches. And it's early '60s, so you feel like these cars could literally like fall apart. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're and all spoiler alert. Some of them do. Yes. Um, I think Matt Damon probably my hot take coming out is I think he steals that movie like more than Christian Bale. Christian Bale I think is a little, and I don't usually think Matt Damon kind of has the showier. But yeah, he he's the one I walked out like, oh, that guy should win an Oscar. I mean, Matt Christian Damon Bale. is usually the straight man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's playing more of the different role yeah. there, and he and he. Great. Yeah, they're, they're both real. I would be okay with either one of them winning. Yeah. But Christian Bale's not a supporting actor, so they both should go yeah, they're lead they're, actor nominations. Like, they're co-leads. For sure. They really are, because he's right. There's not really a female lead, kind of. There's, She's more there's, a supporting yeah. actor. I, I think we're all going to be disappointed, because someone definitely from The Irishman is winning Best Actor. That's also game. a good point. Yeah. Um, be heavy hitter, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I mean, that sounds like it could very well be I the whole category. All well, those least, two guys and the three leads. Leo. Leo, Leo, too. From Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, shit, yeah. You gotta get a nomination. We'll see. Yeah, yeah I don't, I, you know. How many are nominated? Six? Five or six. Five, I think. Well, they were doing that maybe thing with ten for a while. No, that's that just cool. the best that's picture. Just picture. Huh. So maybe it's eight. Yeah. But either way, it's going to be those three dudes. I don't from exactly. It's five or six. It's going to be those two from this film. Yeah. yeah. And either Leo or Joaquin. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. Forgot about Joaquin. I just hope they all shut out Joaquin. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. I, anyway, I hope you guys This is the first Oscar Beatty movie that I've seen this year that I've liked, so I'm uh, I'm on board. Yeah, better than Transformers. Definitely better than Transformers. Like I said, it's like 220, but it's one of those ones I didn't look at my phone once, and lately I've been struggling with long movies, and right. this one went yeah. fast, so it's it's good. I, I I'll go next because I hate going. Um, I think you're last. Wait, Ian still has more stuff to talk about. All I have is you go. All I have is Fallen Order. I'm, I played a game. Other than that, I'm okay. Um. Uh, well, first of all, I watched. Uh, I'm all caught up on uh, Watchmen. Is everybody caught up on Watchmen? I'm caught up on Watchmen. It's the fucking shit. If it's, you're not watching it, you are missing out. So, uh, Tim Blake Nelson is great. Tim Blake Nelson. My, well, good. No, particularly after that last night yeah. episode, I decided he was my favorite character, and that gave me the reasons to be right. My favorite fucking thing about that episode is he's supposed to be like you're. You're like down home like tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist and there's a part of this episode that's like that person's worst nightmare where like all of the illogical things that you could possibly think like you know <laughs> that, that are conspiring against you that don't make any fucking sense then when you think about them you like you couldn't actually justify them are actually true right and it's like it's fucking it's great it's a really really great scene what works about this is i think the guys behind this totally both have a complete reverence yeah. for it and at the same time find it ridiculous. Yes, and they, I agree. And, you, uh, uh, and I will say there, there's one scene in this one that is totally how they get it and Zack Snyder did it. And I like the Zack Snyder version, but uh, there's a part where uh, 
they're talking about a movie that that Steven Spielberg directed in 92 about the giant squid destroying New York. And and when they're describing it, it's a scene from Schindler's List in it. And you realize, oh, he he directed this instead of Schindler's List. And that's one of the cool things about the comic is superheroes existing in that world change the way the world worked. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I thought that, but it's, I won't go into too much except. Yeah, don't Blake, spoil it because I'm only yeah. one in Gene, you will it. not believe how fucking awesome Gene Smart is. He's got the, mo- it's like the most fun role. Yeah, totally. Um, I will say that somebody needs to fucking get that that senator a goddamn accent because <laughs> right. he's offending me. Right. Every fucking he's supposed to be a like a you know a southern yeah. guy from Oklahoma. I don't know where the fuck he's from, but it ain't here. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, definitely watch it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, and I watched the Watchmen movie because I want. I watched the first episode and I was like, I need to watch the movie. I know it's based on the comic book, but right. I kind of want to get the characters. The movie's great. I, I forgot. I haven't watched it in years. The score is what jumped out on me. That is one of the best scores. Of, like just the songs that like that mm-hmm. Bob Dylan intro right. and then the song they play when uh, Silk Spectre and Night Owl are like you know hooking up right. like, mm-hmm. you know it's like there's just good Wait, hook it up one like there's a montage you, know, yeah. you know it's yeah, I think they do the Leonard, Leonard Cohen, Cohen version yeah. of Hallelujah uh, the worst version see I, I, lo- I agree I, I disagree I love that version yeah uh, this is a, I love Hallelujah the, the soundtrack for this is better Really? Yeah, it's fucking good. Oh, yeah, it is really good. Actually, yeah, the soundtrack for the... Uh, I, I didn't mention that in uh, Mandalorian, though. Mandalorian's got a great fucking yeah, score. Yeah, it's yeah, really, really, that, good. Yeah, that is really, um, really good. Also, and I'll, I'll try not to ramble on too much about these. Uh, so, um, I, I rewatched for the first time since childhood The Shining. I, you know, I told the story. We've talked about the Shining we, a lot yeah, in this podcast. Yes. But I, I told the story about how I watched it as a little kid, and I'd watched it one more time as a teen to be like, I'm not afraid of this shit. And turns out I was still afraid of it. So uh, I hadn't watched it as an adult, and this was the first time I watched it. And it was really like the first time where, even though I still love it, I could see Stephen King's complaints. Mm-hmm. Like, it would have been a little better if you're on Jack Nicholson's side in the first part of the movie. Whereas when you meet him in this, you're like, oh, that guy's a fucking asshole, just from the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. Have you read the books? I know you're a Stephen King. I, 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 I read it way back, the first one. I haven't read the second one. You know, and... Like, they don't really do a lot with the mental powers in the movie. Mm-hmm. You could sort of, you can, you know, the lore of, of Stanley Kubrick was rewriting the script every day. I can definitely see that as an adult. In the beginning, he had a thing he was doing with the, with the mental powers that he doesn't follow through with. But at the same time, it's very Stanley Kubrick. It's more about mood than about plot. And I think, I think Stephen King didn't get that in the same way Stanley Kubrick maybe didn't get the book and didn't get the themes of alcoholism and stuff like that. That's all preamble for I watched Dr. Sleep or is that Dr. Sleep? Yeah, Yeah, Dr. Sleep, Sleep. right? I I fucking loved that movie. It was really good. It's a great follow-up to the Kubrick one, but also brings in all the shit from the, that was missed in the, in the adaptation, all the real Stephen King stuff. And I've watched a lot of Stephen King adaptations over the years. This is the one that felt most like reading a Stephen King book. There's multiple characters. You see it from their point of view before they get together, and you really you feel the chapters. Uh, Ewan McGregor's fucking great in it. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson is great as uh, evil four non-blondes. Actually... <laughs> You know, I'll go ahead and say she's real evil in this. There's a real graphic child murder scene in it. 
But I still don't know if that's worse than uh, Four Nons Blondes' uh, What's Going On. So maybe Four Nons Blondes. Oh, speaking of bad songs I enjoy playing, I fucking love what's going on. It's my goddamn jam. <laughs> it totally has that strumming pattern of, I just learned to change chords. Correct. Uh, but, uh, but really fucking good. Uh, Ewan's great. There's a, there's a kid in it who's like the new kid with the Shining. It's really good. Uh, there's some parts in it where they totally could have done some CGI bringing back stuff from the old movie and and they and they didn't they just decided to go with race they just decided to go with new actors and I think that was good for this and man the the conclusion is really good I won't spoil what it is but the conclusion should have been obvious where they were going at the end and it wasn't obvious to me and when they said it I was like fuck this is gonna be awesome yeah, it's a real good movie. I, I highly recommend it. Sarah cool. really liked it a lot too. Who directed Mike Flanagan? Is that the yeah. name of the director? That yeah. guy is like found his niche, man. Just yeah. make it. He did it the Netflix House on. Yeah, he did uh, Hunting a Hill House. Yeah. Uh, he did. Well, he did another Stephen King adaptation. I'm drawing a blank on it right now, but definitely Hunting a Hill House feels like Stephen King work, and this like. Sarah did say that the child murder thing was too much for her. It went too dark. So if you're someone who's squeamish, that might you might want to wait till it's on cable, so you can fast forward through that part. But uh, way better than Transformers. Cool. So, yeah, I talked about most of stuff I watched. The only other thing is I watched The Crown season one, episode one. Olivia Coleman steps in for Claire Foy. Three. Season three. Yeah, season three, episode one. Um, she's, she's really good. Um, she's got the mannerisms down. It's 64 when it opens. Tobias Mendez is taken over from Matt Smith for Prince Philip. And he, they have that down. And then Helena Bonham Carter is Margaret. Mm-hmm. And the three of them are good. It's, it's 60s. It's Cold War. Um, everyone's worried about the Russians. And they kind of play off that in the first episode. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see more. Definitely better than Transformers. So was there an aging thing? That's why everybody recast? Yeah, it yeah. jumped up another like 10 years. Okay. They got rid of the... They, they recast everyone. Right yeah, every, um, six seasons. Every two years, they change the cast. Okay, right on. That's yeah, cool. I've never watched it. So it I don't know I'm just waiting. I'm thinking... That's uh, the plan. Anyway. Right. Who's mom in uh, the, the James Bond... She would be the next one. Dame Judi Dench? Yeah, she'd be, she'd be perfect. That's the older queen. Yeah. yeah. He said mom. I know what he meant. Yeah. And then I watch... No, then the only other thing is I watched Last Christmas, which is... It's a oh, good Christmas. God. Better dude. than Transformers. It's, it's literally the worst. Better than Transformers? Yeah, as, a, as a Christmas movie. Holy no, I'm not cow. taking any shit from it's you really, the next time yeah, I'm here. <laughs> It's really, it's really good if you like Christmas movies. Yeah, it takes place in London, or you know, and it's, it's literally the words like "I gave you my heart," and you know, she's, you know, sick, and I, I, you it's exactly what you fucking think. Yeah, yeah exactly. of course it is. And yeah. uh, it, it's, it's really good. I think Paul Feig's done. Amelia yeah. Clark needs to go to rom coms. Like she, she could, do, she could have a second career there. She needs to get away from those franchises. And then I play Jada, I Fall in Order, but I'm only like an hour, and I haven't had a lot of time. And right now, the only thing I can say is the combat is fucking hard. I'm getting killed a lot. I've heard that it's a very difficult. Yes, I do not feel like a Jedi. I'm getting killed like a bitch. Like, I mean, you like, feel like lo- a Padawan. Yes, like low level, like just aliens on a planet are just icing me. Well, I hear there's I, a ton of murder in it. Yes, yes. It's, I hear it's, it's compared a lot to Dark Souls, and me, who's completely outside of video games, knows Dark Souls is hard as fuck. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Dark Souls and Uncharted. The thing is, you can't button mash. Like you have to block, like the blocking end. So mm-hmm. I'm used to like the button mashing, like Arkham Asylum kind of combat. Mm-hmm. Which you can just like bullshit your way yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah, hoping, that's not for me. I'm stupid. Yeah, I'm hoping it'll be better. Right now, like, I'm a little frustrated. So right. I'm gonna check back next week after I put a little more time into it. I never want to play a skill video game. I don't even I'm understand. Close, I love video games. I'm really bad at them. 
Yeah, like, yeah. really, really bad at them. So that, I almost I debated on just dropping sixty. I was about to say, how much is it? Because I'm Xbox not ready to buy. It. I have a PS4 and an Xbox One. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 like an eight-hour game. I heard. So when I'm done, I'll bring it. Yeah, yeah. If I had a system, I would have it. I just yeah. don't. Um, the guy, the, the the second sister who I'm hearing is Clone Wars, uh, or no Rebels. Rebels. He's in Rebels. Rebels. She's the antagonist and. Cameron, what's the guy's Cameron Monaghan. He doesn't get on my nerves. He's actually like, oh, and yeah. the crew is good. Um, so like, it does feel Star Wars as far as the cutscenes. I just got into the crux of the story, but I'm gonna. I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but it's you know you're on an adventure and visiting these planets, and it, you get a Jedi hologram, holocron, holocron, and yeah, it's it's very Clone Wars. I think Holocram is something from an adult parody of Star Wars. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited for Definitely more. a porno. <laughs> I don't want to say better or worse than Transformers because I don't think I've got a formed opinion. So, mm-hmm. check back. That's a first. Yep. yep. That's awesome. And that's the topic. And, that, and that's and the that's, topic. That's what I watched. <laughs> so, thank you guys for listening. Next week, uh, I think we're going to do Frozen 2 because Frozen 2 comes out. Well, three of us are going to do Frozen 2. One of us is going to do Frozen. It'll yeah, be- I've never watched Frozen 1, so I'm just going to watch it. Let it go. Yep. Yeah, you can go see Ford vs. Ferrari before you see Frozen 2. Well, I mean, I'm not going to see Frozen 2, so of course. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. You've already seen Ford vs. Ferrari. You haven't seen Frozen 2. Right. Sounds well, I mean, also, ne- next week, I'm I'm going to see The Irish. Irishman. Yeah. And same. I'm going to see uh, Mr. Rogers. A lot of movies. Yeah. Oh, shit, that comes out? Yeah. Cool. I don't need that one I'm going to sit at home I, and not do it. I'll watch the trailer. I've seen that movie also. <laughs> uh, but cool. That's what we're doing next week. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if there are other things about Disney Plus that you're really excited about, if we are Disney Stooges and you're tired of us talking about it, or if you just have general opinions about uh, The Mandalorian or Streaming Wars or literally anything, just tell us what you had for breakfast. You can reach us at realphonies at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at realphonies and on Instagram at real underscore phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for art and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys next week. Later. I fucking rewatched Avengers Endgame this week, speaking of Disney+. Plus. I did that too! And better than Transformers. Yeah, man. That's good. I don't understand. I just don't get how you fucking hate it. I don't understand it. It is saved by that crazy good battle at the end. It's, well, a, <laughs> it's a third of the movie. Well, look, it starts at one Ian, hour and one minute. I want to be clear. Having had many conversations with Ian about this, Ian is a hardliner. He is going to bend to you just because he doesn't want to get into another conflict yes. about this. I know this. We're not going to change his mind. I'm fine with it. Here, I'm saying I watched it. it here's the bad. only thing. so in the beginning. Here, here's when the he thing. Off thing and- <laughs> the only thing I wanted to say about this, and I, I will start it with the admission that I'm a fucking idiot and I know I'm a child. But, you know, this whole comic movies aren't cinema thing that's been the argument now. I know everybody's tired of it. And I'm tired of it. But that movie makes me feel. Yeah. And that's what cinema is supposed to do, right? Not even cinema. That's what art is supposed to do. And, you know, they're, they're like genuine things that having watched it three times now, I still still feel a thing when Falcon says on your left. You know, I still yeah. feel so a that, thing when Iron Man goes down. I agree down. with Falcon on your left. That's the line. Other than that, like the first hour of that movie is very melodramatic and soap opery in, the ba- in a bad way. But I think that sits up for those feels in the yeah, last half, what, what as I, do 20 other movies. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I would say. The complaint that they're not cinema is stupid because... Joseph's face as we do this, even though he's one of the emotion. <laughs> you. you just spent 12 minutes ranting about a Christian Bale movie 12 people went to go see. Right. We're talking about the most highest-grossing movie of all time. 
Carry on. Right. Uh, <laughs> the the emotional moments of those movies, of this movie, would not exist without those other movies. Right. I am Iron Man on your right. left. They don't even call back to the part you right. like. They call back to great, you know, movies prior. Right. Which you can only do across this saga. The time travel rules make no fucking sense. I, get, I, d- I mean, they don't. I definitely am not going to get into that. In this, in <laughs> I just want to hear how you can Black Widow and Hawkeye do see who can not kill themselves, and they both almost kill themselves and ruin the entire mission. I can that's one of my favorite scenes. I in the whole hate movie. that movie because I've seen so much. Not that I hate the movie. I hate this. That's, that movie. It's just I had too high expectations. I'm not going to do another half hour on it this time. But on another podcast, I will 100 percent lay down how those time travel rules make sense. All, They're airtight. I feel the, good in my argument. If we watch that movie live, I could get you on my side. Like, scene by scene, like, there's bullshit in so much of that movie. The one thing that I complained a lot about that didn't actually bug me this time is I never got how Gamora brought fucking Thanos to the present. Right. But, this time I noticed it, it's fuck, Cap took a shit ton of par- p- p- particles. He didn't just take right. the two for them to get back. He right. grabbed a whole fucking handful. Right, right, yeah. So she could use, use those. So that was one of my, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. How does that work? Mm-hmm. But, that, more on board now. None of it, none of it. All of it, I should say this, all of it makes way more sense than Doctor Strange not just doing the fucking ring thing and getting off the spaceship <laughs> in, the, in Infinity War. Right. That is the dumbest yeah, decision that, across that, those two movies. That, well, if we, cut, if we start cutting like that, we could tear anything up, so. Cut like that! <laughs> <laughs> That's your whole fucking meal! 